0: Welcome to this week's episode of the Entrepreneur Podcast, where every week we help you bring your creative dreams to life. This week, we're doing it for real. My name is Cole. My name is Adam. All right. Let's say you have a big vision, and I would assume that most of the people who are listening to this podcast do. There's a thing that you've been dreaming about uh, for the sake of our conversation today. Let's say it's being a touring musician who plays arenas. Amazing. Yeah? Okay. So here's the first thing we do in order to bring that creative dream to life. Step one, take some time to write down in as much detail as possible what that dream would look like. So what are some details that we might write down if that's our dream?
1: Well, you would want to be proficient at live performances.
0: Proficient live performances. Great. We're going to have like an incredible production production around this tour, this arena tour.
1: You would need an agent. An agent.
0: Good. Yeah. Okay. And then we would also have an entire crew who is, you know, maybe there's even two semis and they're advancing the city before, you know, right. We're playing here on Friday. They're setting up over there on Saturday. We got two crews and two sets of production that are touring the country. It's entirely possible. It, it does is. happen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Let's give another example. Let's say somebody who's listening today has a dream. They love food. They've been working on their culinary stuff. They want to open a
1: restaurant. Right. They need a space. You need a chef. Yeah. Or maybe they're the chef. Well, in that case, you would need probably like a business manager. Business
0: manager. Great. You need to like cultivate the space. You want to design it out. Awesome. You're like thinking about the culture you want to build of your employees and how you want to like... Serve your customers. Yeah.
1: What experience do you want them to have when they come in?
0: Maybe you want to like partner with a farm and all of the food comes from like within an hour's drive. Yeah. Big vision.
1: Beautiful vision.
0: All right. So whatever industry we're in, whatever our big vision is, take some time to write down in as much detail as possible what that vision looks like. And after you've done that, at the top of the sheet of paper, write... 10-year vision. 10 years. I mean... It's a long time. Hey, if you accomplish it sooner, incredible. But here's why I'm saying what I'm saying. I think there are a lot of us creative people who have big visions. We're dreaming huge. But sometimes we never get started because we think that's the thing that we should be working on. Right.
1: And that's just overwhelming. It's daunting. Yeah, I mean, budgeting, time constraints, all that kind Mm -hmm. of stuff. It's just... It's not going to happen on the first day or the first year or whatever it is
0: yeah so I think by putting 10 years at the top we start by giving ourselves reasonable expectations that don't lead to us like hating on ourselves for not accomplishing it in 18 months right definitely And I think it's easy when you talk about it in terms of like, I want to tour arenas as a musician, but like maybe your vision isn't touring arenas as a musician, but maybe you're like, I want to be a world renowned photographer. Like no matter where we are, we as creative people are dreamers and those dreams are going to be big and they're going to take a long time. Yeah. But there's a lot of really great stuff that is associated with it, with setting our objectives farther in the future. One, we don't have those, that, that pressure of, I need to get this done right away. Two, we also give ourselves time to grow and mature in the process over time. And I think this is huge. I think a lot of times we think we're ready to handle that big vision And to be honest, like I'll give, you know, an example from my own life, what Creative City Project is now, the organization that I help run, what Immerse, the festival that we produce is, if you would have given me the, you know, $1.6 million budget 10 years ago and said, go for it, I think we could have done something, but I don't think it would have been as epic and as built out and as... um, as well, like as well crafted as what the last nine years of learning have prepared us to be able to create.
1: Yeah, I think you definitely make a salient point there. So my accountant that my family uses to do our taxes, he always jokes around about starting a restaurant mm-hmm. is like the number one way if you have a bunch of money. For some reason, it's something that a lot of people think that they should do. Yeah, like oh, you get a windfall. You get, you know, whatever, a big insurance check. I'll start a restaurant. He always says it's the number one way to lose a million bucks or whatever it mm. is. And I think he's saying that because a lot of the people that are, do- are doing that, Yeah, it's like, I have the budget to open a restaurant. They've never worked in a kitchen. Yeah, They haven't done 15 pop-ups to see how much the economics really work out. And then you just blow through the whole budget like, mm. like it's nothing. Yeah. So there are a lot. Uh, there's a lot of value
0: of writing that vision down in as much detail as possible and then giving yourself time to accomplish it. If you accomplish it in fewer than 10 years, um, amazing. Like kudos to you. You did it. That's awesome. But give yourself a lot of leeway. Now, we obviously aren't supposed to just sit around and hope that that thing is going to happen 10 years from now. So what can we do as like the first step? And I would say this ask yourself the following question. What is the smallest, simplest expression of this thing that would be the first step in getting me toward that ultimate vision? So let's go to the music example that we gave. Okay, 10 years from now, I'm touring arenas. Incredible production. The audience is going to love it. What's the first thing I should do, Adam?
1: Well, the first thing you should do is probably book a club show and okay. you should try to sell some tickets to it and you know maybe play some shows outside of your hometown and just get those first ones out of the way and start to maybe meet some people in other cities that have bands too that you can swap shows with things like that and
0: you're assuming that this person already is playing live there may be somebody listening who says I want to be a full-time musician they're not even playing live yet like I think it, you know, the answer to the question, what's the smallest expression of this, is obviously contingent upon where we are right now. Mm -hmm. So, like, let's say somebody who has never really been performing live very much, but they've been recording some music. Like, freaking invite people to your house and play three
1: songs in your living room. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great way to just get your feet wet and establish a baseline of, like, I can do this. So, if I can do that in my living room, I can go to open mic night and i could do you know you could set whatever the goal is that gets you rolling in that path
0: yeah and one of the things that happens for some people is they start doing the smallest expression of the thing and they recognize that it's not necessarily something they they want to do they thought they wanted to do it by doing the smallest expression of it they're like actually i don't really like being on stage in front of people right well then don't waste the like time and money trying to tour arenas don't buy a van <laughs> right don't buy a van um the restaurant example you actually mentioned pop-ups it's like okay the smallest expression of you know 10 years from now i want to have this incredible restaurant we're paired with a farm it's like farm to table it has two michelin stars like all these things that you might dream of if you were opening a restaurant like the smallest expression of that could be opening you know a a lunch spot but even before that it's like do a monthly pop-up where you cook for 10 of your friends.
1: Right. Or do even just host a dinner party. Host a dinner party. And see if you actually like having to cook under those time constraints. Exactly. And so, you know, then we start
0: tempering our our process. So we say, okay, there's that big thing over there. I'm going to be okay with doing the small version of it for a while. And once I do the small version of it, I'm going to learn so much in doing the small version of it that that will prepare me to do the level two version of it. And then what I learned and experience in the level two version of it will allow me to do the level three version of it. Bottom line is I think so many of us put so much pressure on ourselves to succeed at something huge when we don't have even the foundational experience of doing it in a small way and there is nothing wrong. In fact, there's a lot right about doing the smallest version of the thing.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. And I think it's especially good because it's a lower risk and higher reward. Yeah. Like the rewards of doing that groundwork and laying that solid foundation is so important. I mean, in the touring music industry, I've seen bands, there's a thing called a buy-on mm-hmm. in the industry. So let's say Imagine Dragons is going on tour and opening up for them might be a smaller rock band. But then sometimes before that, there's an even smaller band. Yeah, And those are a lot of times they'll have paid. Like, oh, $15,000, you get to come on this tour. You're able to sell merch. You get to play in front of 100,000 people every week and you know it's an opportunity to go out there and and kind of figure it out i've met bands where they've done that yeah and they've spent the fifteen thousand dollars and they're like man if we knew that we were only gonna sell 500 shirts on the whole tour we probably wouldn't have done that yeah and it's like that could be their first tour ever Mm -hmm. is i've seen that happen bands will pay 10 grand to go on a tour and play theaters for six weeks and it's like they've never done their own tour they've never done the numbers on how much merch they're gonna sell they haven't done that version one you know and they run into a lot of problems yeah that's a common theme with those bands that do the Mm buy-ons too early
0: yeah so here's the thing give yourself time be patient do the smallest version and see how it
1: goes great
0: and that's how we bring our big dream to life it is As always, it's awesome hanging out with you. Thanks for coming along with us on the Artrepreneur Podcast journey. Follow us on Instagram, Artrepreneur Podcast, and we'll see you next week.
1: We will see you next week.